morning, everybody. It's time for the Beer Geeks Radio Hour here on Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. My name is Freddie. I am the fabulous Shab. I am the bad influence with the best intentions. And I'm here with my boys today talking about some fine beer. What a great interview we got coming up. Now, I just blew the screen off my phone, Dirty Derek. Oh, no. So you're going to have to tell everybody who we got here and what we have going on. And we have a very cool Instagram giveaway today don't we we do yeah we uh well first let's get it we're, we're gonna be yeah. talking about allagash brewing company today and we're talking with brewmaster jason perkins so we're gonna get someone who's first-hand knowledge of these fantastic beers and if you ever had anything from allagash you know they are fantastic and uh yeah we're doing instead of the uh typical phone-in that we, we've been doing over the, the past year we're gonna do a little something different now we're gonna start taking it online opening it up because we get a lot of people listening all over the country and some out of the country that uh, we hear from so what we started to do was put it up online so you can get at it in real time right now and uh, so we, we really opened that one up for uh, everybody. So if you want to find it, it's on Instagram, Beer Geeks Radio. Just hop on there. You'll find the photo, and you could jump in on this. We haven't made an announcement yet for the winner, so you could find it on there. And uh, it's really going pretty crazy. I put it up this morning, and, you know, already we have, I don't even know where the number's at, over 100-something on there. So we're going crazy pretty quick. And I love that, Derek, because, you know, here's the deal. I hate operating the phone in this studio. <laughs> you know I hate it. Oh, Half I the time <laughs> I mess it up, it's it's incredibly embarrassing. So doing it via social media, I think, is the best way to uh, hook people up with these killer giveaways that you always get rolling here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. Yeah, and this and, week um, is, is pretty nice, too. Yeah, if you, guys, if nice. you haven't seen the photo, we have it up on the Facebook. You're getting some some soaps again, some wonderful beer soaps, and a nice little knit hat and some Allagash Brewery uh, glassware and an opener, and that subscription all about beer magazine. Yeah, and very actually, cool. I heard back from Chris Rice after our Christmas thing, and he had a good time, and he wants to uh, do it again. So it was good. Why wouldn't you, Derek? Here's the deal. We may not have been the first, but we're definitely the best, man. Exactly. We're having a lot of fun here. We got some special guests in the studio today. Uh, We're trying to post bail for Backyard Billy. (laughs) I know. Yeah, you had a rough New Year's. Yeah, we're rolling some (laughs) spare change. So he is not going to be with us. Actually, he's abroad. Philadelphia, is that abroad? (laughs) Yeah, it is now. Philly thinks it's abroad. Yeah, he's doing his... Yeah, that's excellent. He's in Philly, but he thinks he's in Paris. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's good. It's easy to pull that off on him, but uh, he's... He's from Backyard Ale House, of course, Linden Street in downtown Scranton. He's not with us, but he's with us in spirit, and he might even be listening on his little uh, um, phone there, which oh, yeah, could be cool. Yeah, you can you never to know. On a mobile so, device. Derek, run the floor here, man. We got Polish Ed, and of course, we got our very special friend Sean here today. You like that? I call him Polish Ed. He, is Polish. <laughs> he looks Polish. Yeah, he is, man, but he's definitely one hell of a fan of. Um, Beer. Yeah, the, w- <laughs> no, that wouldn't be the mixed arts. Wouldn't uh, <laughs> the be the mixed- brood arts. The art, oh, art of brewery, I know where we were going with that. I say martial arts or something. I know where we were going. <laughs> Excellent. He loves getting. He loves drinking beer early on a Saturday morning. Who well, doesn't? How can you not? <laughs> All right, man. Let's well, pop pop some corks here. And- we are. We're starting this out now. This is one we've had on here before when we did our saison showcase. I don't know. Someone over the summer we did it. I don't remember the dates. Uh, but this is this is Allagash. This is their saison. A very nice traditional saison. Really smooth. And this is a style. You know, as we've said before, this is a really great craft beer style to use to get, you know, lure somebody into the dark side. This is a great one because it's not offensive. It's not overly pungent or, or uh, you know, too much going on in the palate for some people like some of these other beers we have are. This is really light. It's meant to be a very light, very refreshing beer. Lower in alcohol. It's, I think it's like 6.1. I mean, lower in alcohol for us, I guess. But yeah, 6.1% ABV. So it's a little bit lighter. 
But it's really nice. The Saison, the, the showcase in the Saison really is the yeast. And that's really what gives this style of beer its flavor. It's very fruity. It's very light, very effervescent. It's meant, you know, historically it was brewed as a beer to give to workers in the field. So you didn't want anything that was too heavy. You needed to have them continue to work. If you gave them something like some of the beers we have now, then your workers would be passed out in the field and everything would be done and over with. But this is a really very enjoyable one. I, I love Allagash is great with what they do as being a traditional Belgian type brewery. That's what this brewery does in America. They, they've taken this on. You know, we'll get more into that as we talk to Jason. But uh, you know, people with their phones and <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, this was about beer. <laughs> but uh, no, it, it, this is a really great. I mean, and you, I don't think you were around for the saison show, were you? No, I wasn't. No. So what do you what do you think of this one? Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not a big fan of saisons. I don't. I'm not. A, I don't like the, the that yeasty coriander taste mm. much. And this this one isn't overpowering at all. No, it's 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 kind of more of like a citrus, almost like a lemony type. Yeah, this, very. This, I'd buy this one. Yeah. <laughs> you know the nice part about saisons is really. I mean, this is from a home brewing standpoint. Um, mm-hmm. It really shows what happens when you when you ferment a beer at a warmer temperature. You bring these flavors out. You bring these these somewhat. Um, I like saying running through a field with your mouth open kind of flavors. You know, you get some grassy notes, you get I've some lemony notes. <laughs> it's really for not different cool. reasons. You have mixed results with that. <laughs> no, but you get a lot of these different um, rustic flavors. And mm-hmm. the thing I really like about Allagash's Saison is that it's not, it has not been American crafted. Yeah. Um, it really stays true to the roots. If you like Saisons, I know we had the Saison du Bouffe when. Um, when uh or no the saison dupont when we did the the show and that's a really nice example of the style and i think allagash plays homage to that there's yeah. a lot of saisons now on the market that you can get that you're like hey wow it's a it tastes like a belgian ipa yeah. or you know it's got a lot of hops into it and it's, that's it's not a, really to the style it's a style that is also growing in popularity that that's kind of really picked up amongst a lot of craft brewers and what they've done, as John was saying, is with the, with the Americanizing of it, they've started to, you'll see a lot of dry hop saisons or, or very spiced up saisons or, you know, a, a hybrid saison with something else. I dipped else. a baby seal in it, saison. Yeah, there you go. That's where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they have a lot of those different things going on. And when you get a really nice traditional one, it's much more reliant upon the yeast. That's what the, the real difference maker is with these beers. And that's what you see with this one is it's much more reliant upon the yeast to impart the flavors. A lot of people don't really think of that with beer, but a lot of these types of Belgian beers, that's where the flavor profile really comes from is the yeast. It's not always dependent upon the ingredients. and what you, It has an obvious impact on it, but a lot of the flavors they rely upon for the yeast. That's why when you look at a, a Saison, they're very clear. They're, I mean, some of them are a little bit cloudier, but they're, they're clear. They're light. They look like a lighter beer because it's a lighter malt bill. So that's what they're relying on is the yeast to impart this flavor. I thought Freddie wanted to say something. I was no. Like, you're looking at me. <laughs> no, I'm learning a lot, man. I love when you minds, when you minds with you meaty minds talking about how you love, you know, craft beer and making it and you actually know what you're talking about. I think it's great. But it's, it's a really, I mean, this is one that if you haven't had. Now, Allagash, they are pretty widely distributed. Uh, there are a lot down in Philadelphia. You go around the Philly area, you can find pretty much anything that they, they have around. So, I mean, you're, they're around that you can find them. Um, this is one became a, a year-round release for them, I think, I believe, recently with them because I, that was one that they didn't have. This is kind of a relatively newer beer for them as compared to the other ones, like when we get into the Allagash White. Um, but this is just a fantastic traditional saison. So if you are a fan of like, you know, the saison Duponts 
or, or beers like that, then this is one that you will absolutely love. And it's a really easy transition over. And this is also one, like I said, if, if you have fan, uh, friends, yeah, fans, if you have fans, that's great for you. If uh, I like Derek, if you have, if you have friends out there who aren't craft beer drinkers and you've, you know, been wanting to get them in, a lot of people, like we've said in here before, they make the mistake of, you know, I love Stone Ruination. I'm going to get my friend to try this beer. They've never had it. They'll love it. I love it. And they'll give it to them, and you will almost lose a friend if they've never had something <laughs> like that because it's just so pungent. It's just over the top. It's extremely aggressive. And unless you have a palate for that, it, it just you puts you right off of any of that. And they might never even trust you again <laughs> with trying to give them another beer. So that's the difference with some of these, like this Allagash Saison. You can give this to a friend who pretty much only drinks light beer. This will not be offensive to them. It'll be different. It'll be much more of a different perception on the palate than, than even we have as drinking these. But it's, it's a very light, it's a very refreshing beer. And that's what's nice. And you get these really nice subtle notes of kind of like, a, like, like Sean was saying, it really gives you this, you know, wonderful summer day feeling. Like that's... What this beer is intended to be. Yeah, Yeah. summer day. And it's a good time to have it today, too, because it's supposed to be pretty crappy around here today with the the snow and ice and everything. So this is a nice way to kind of perk yourself up. This is fun sitting watching people on the phone. <laughs> this is the times I wish there was a camera in here. I'm <laughs> trying to, I'm responding <laughs> to somebody who's listening to the show right now. No, I just think it's you and John are sitting on your phone. I mean, we're on top. This is a technical show, man. We are on top of our game. Very technical. We know that social media mm-hmm. is a big part of this show, and that's why we want you to respond to our Beer Geeks um, page, um, Sean's page, Ed's page, anybody right now. We're talking about this beer, and we're passing it around because people are curious, and sometimes they just can't. And understand what and, they're hearing on the radio. Know, and you know, Freddie and I and I and I said this to Derek. You know, for all of our friends out there who are on Untapped, you know, you think Derek will get on on the technological age and make a check in for Beer Geeks Radio Hours so we can see all of our friends out there that are drinking our beers with us at ten o'clock in the morning. He Derek. was just asking me before he came in if I want to go over his house and play Breakout on his Atari. <laughs> yeah. What do you expect? Alien Invaders. I wish stuff. I still had that. Actually, yeah. that would be Circus <laughs> Atari. I would, I would probably sit there for. I wouldn't get anything done if I was able to get an old Atari going or an old uh, Nintendo game system. That'd be a good time, actually. Oh, now we're taking. We're doing a little. Now we're getting uh, nostalgic. Yeah, here remember we go. my youth. Remember uh, Donkey Kong? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Dig Dug. Oh, Dig Dug. I was talking. I was thinking about that Lemons. yesterday, man. Dig Dug, where you blow the people up, like literally pump them up, man, and they would pop. Yep. And then he, what was that cool? Somebody has to have the melody in their head. Caller number nine with the melody for the game Dig Dug. Eight five five seven 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 one zero two three. Now this oh, is going to come. Call, if you call in and, and hum that tune, I will find something for you. to win. We'll all find something. One zero two three eight five five seven 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 one zero two three. If you know the melody for the video game Dig Dug, yeah. And if you call in the duo, you have to sing it. Don't don't put your phone up to the computer. I'm no, serious. Have, I need to, to know it. this now. And I don't want to cheat and go on my phone, but I'm probably going to do that if Sean's not doing that already. <laughs> I'm trying to like I'm trying to like really rack my brain and figure this out, but I I can't remember. I'm sorry, I'm a fool, and I bring up stupid, meaningless <laughs> topics on this show. I, I couldn't carry a tune. It's in my head. I couldn't even hum it. You don't? Re- do you remember it? Yeah, I remember it. Then but you I- got to be able to at least try to no. hum it. You're a disgrace. Wrong answer. <laughs> You're a di- you know, we'll come back to Ed after he has a couple of these. We'll come back to him. Yeah. Maybe I'll get him a humming. I'll be humming. Five to eleven. I'll be humming, huh? 
Uh, now we're just sitting here thinking about yeah, virtuality <laughs> for Dig Dug. Should we be drinking? Yeah, that's what we should yeah, Let's get back to that. You definitely should be drinking. And while you guys are doing that drinking, it's about time we pay some bills here. And if you're looking for some body art uh, piercing, you want to get tattooed, stop in today, man. See my friend Bruce Fairchild at Triple Six Tattoos on Main Street off the square in Wilkesbury. I'm telling you now, the deal is um, you want to get beautified for your summer... Um, your summertime uh, escapades. Why get a tattoo or a piercing in June or July? And then you got to stay out of water and this, that, and the other. Now is the great time if you're going to add to your body with some beautiful art, a tattoo, a piercing. Guys, maybe you want to take your lady to get some new tatas, you know, poke through. She wants it. Well, not new tatas, but um, <laughs> like nipple piercings or something like that. Maybe you want to get her a nice tramp stamp, a nice target for when oh you're out God. on vacation. Yeah. Seriously, that's a cool deal. Perfect. Jenna's probably got some time. I'm, Maybe uh, I'm just picturing someone walking to a tattoo parlor saying, I need to do tatas. <laughs> All right. And think about a great, listen, great for Valentine's Day. I'm talking to Bruce right now as we're on the air. No, that's cheating. <laughs> You're you're an you're, ass. You you're, you're done. an ass. We don't like you. You're <laughs> an ass. Will somebody please take his glass? Dump it. Right? All right. I'm paying bills, and then we're gonna beat Eddie. Hear the Sports Hub 102 NBC Sports Radio in more places online at Sports Hub 102, or download the TuneIn app for your smartphone or tablet and listen anywhere in the world you go. Get the TuneIn app now and plug into the Sports Hub 102 NBC Sports Radio. Introducing a new day of the week. It's called Someday. Now, everything you were going to do someday is on the calendar. Want to retire someday? You'll want a My Social Security account to help you get ready. Get yours at socialsecurity.gov. Wyoming Valley Motors. Making good deals, making good friends. Wyoming Valley Motors, Route 11 Larksville is having their year-end clearance with the biggest savings of the year. Hundreds of cars, all makes and models. Cars for all budgets and financing for all types of credit. Special year-end clearance on all certified pre-owned vehicles with financing as low as 0.9%. See dealer for details. Year-end clearance on all makes and models. Check them out at wyomingvalleymotors.com and stop down today for a test drive. Good credit, bad credit, Wyoming Valley Motors can help. Wyoming Valley Motors used car clearance. The lowest prices of the year. Hundreds of cars to choose from and price to sell. The best deals of the year are after Christmas. So now's the time to get to Wyoming Valley Motors, Route 11, Larksville. Wyoming Valley Motors. Making good deals, making good friends. HL Power Sports across from Grotto Pizza Harvey's Lake is a one-stop shop for all your ATV, UTV, and snowmobile service needs. From oil changes and tune-ups to moose and worn plow setups, HL Power Sports can make it more economical to own and operate your ATV, UTV, and snowmobile. And they're an authorized Parts Unlimited and Western Power Sports dealer. Open Tuesday through Friday, 9 to 6, Saturdays, 9 to 4. HL Power Sports across from Grotto Pizza Harvey's Lake. Call 570-639-1000 or visit hlpowersports.com. We are World Vision, and we believe in children. We believe in God's calling to help them flourish and achieve a full life. We believe every child deserves clean water, nutritious food, and basic health care. We believe in educating girls and women about immunizations, and the healthy timing and spacing of pregnancies. 
saving the lives of newborns and new moms. Helping more children live a full life beyond age five. We are World Vision and we believe in children. If you believe, visit worldvision.org slash believe. All right, folks, we are back, and we are now going to be joined on the phone by Allagash Brewing Company brewmaster, Jason Perkins. Jason, how are you? Doing great. How are you guys doing? Good. Hey, Jason. You're able to get up and join SAC, and are, are you feeling all right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was just a crack I made. Oh, I know, I know. I've got two kids under 10, so hangovers are <laughs> in a while. <laughs> no, we, I, I just laugh about it because we actually had that happen once before, and someone forgot to set their alarm. We won't mention names, but they are calling back <laughs> in the <a> future. <laughs> <laughs> I did that, too. <laughs> That's why I said you won't be the first, even if that was true, so don't worry about it. Well, we've already enjoyed the Allagash Saison, so now we're going to jump in. We're going to do this a little different this time because of the fact that this is a, a history tied to a beer. So we just poured uh, some Allagash White. So I guess let's work through the, the history of Allagash as opposed to, uh, yeah, in, in, uh, I'm getting tongue-tied, tied up with Allagash White, like the, the story and the, the building of the history of Allagash with Allagash White. Yeah, I mean, the, the history of, of Allagash and Allagash White are tied totally tied together. Um, you know, it, it was the first beer we ever made. It was the first beer that Rob came out with in 1995, and uh, continues to be our flagship. Has been from, from day one. So um, it's been a fun ride in the early years. I started in 1999, and from really 95 until the mid 2000s, we still were really battling. You know, pushback with with this beer. Didn't know what to think of it. Didn't know why it was cloudy. You know why it smelled the way it did. Looked the way it did, and um, you know, so it was a lot of education and getting people on board with, you know, with understanding the flavors and enjoying it. And luckily, you know, the craft beer movement has, has moved forward and, and people have a lot more understanding and, and education about beer styles. And so that beer has been able to grow with, with the growth of craft beer. Now, as that was going, did, did you see, was there like a marked time period when it really started to click as this craft beer market grew? Because I, mean, I know that's what you guys are differentiating yourself with in the beginning, starting off doing these Belgian styles that people weren't used to being brewed in America. Was there a, a time when that really started to click that, that was noticed in the brewery? Yeah, I would have to say it was probably somewhere around 2006, 2005, 2006, probably. Um, and I just been thinking that in terms of that was a time frame when our, when our, you know, our volume started to grow a little bit more. We were actually in a position in around 2000. 2008, where we are in um, something like 40, 40 different states, and and uh, we just weren't selling a lot of volume in a lot of those states, and just, it was a lot of this, you know, we just couldn't get people to bite on it. And around 2008, we actually pulled out of a ton of markets, and, and just because we couldn't keep up. So somewhere in that 2004 through 2007-ish time frame, when things really started to click, I think for that year. So no, what what is the annual production now at Allagash? We'll be close to seventy thousand barrels this year, or I'm sorry, in two thousand this past year. Wow. So now, how many is it still? You said forty states. Is that still where you're at as far as distribution? Uh, no, no, we're we're just uh, we're in a thin strip down the down the east coast, so uh, all along the seaboard except Florida, the so Georgia north, and then we kind of jump from there. We jump jump to we're in Philadelphia. 
uh, area, and then we're in greater Chicago, but really just in Chicago area. Chicago. And then we jump all the way to California from there. Wow. Okay. So now what, what can you tell us about Allagash White? I mean, this is one we, we all love and we all know very much. Like, what about, like, you know, what goes into producing this beer? Um, well, I will say from a brewer's perspective, uh, there are definitely times where I wish that our flagship was an easier beer to make. <laughs> <laughs> but from just the practical side of things, it's a challenging beer to make in that, um, you know, there's a lot of intricate flavors involved in the beer. And, you know, if one or two of them are out of balance, really can throw, throw the flavors of beer off quite a bit. So it's, it's a challenge for us to get the yeast esters in the right place, the, the spices in the right place, the body uh, there so, it, so it's got mouthfeel and it's got some body to it, but it's not a heavy beer. Um, and then there's other added challenges like, uh, you know, the appearance of the beer, the haze of the beer is a big part of it. That's always a challenge, uh, keeping that going. So, But uh, I really, what I really love about the beer is it's a beer that you know could easily, if we decided to throw the label session on it, could because it's a you know lower beer um, and easy to drink, drink a decent amount of, but it's still super full flavor. Um, so it's, it's a nice balance of, of kind of light flavorful at the same time. No, it's fantastic. Now going forward, going in since we're kicking off a new year, is there what are the what's on the horizon for Allagash? Uh, well, you know, we we are continuing to expand our um, our barrel program. You know, that's something that we've we've been fortunate enough to add a lot of space. Uh, it's something we've been doing for a long time, over ten years. But you know, we had big space limitations for a bunch of years, and weren't weren't able to expand them. So we now have a lot more space, and have for a, a couple of years now. And so uh, both on the wild beer and sour side of things, but also general barrel age beers, we've been able to expand that is nice um we've been still fortunate enough to you know saison's a relatively new beer for us and, and it's it was kind of long and it was almost two years planning and pilot brewing um and i expect that we'll have some other ones on the way in, in similar veins um you know we we tend to we tend to be very kind of slow and deliberate and organic with our creating of new beers almost all of them come off of our internal pilot program where uh, every single employee is encouraged to submit pilot ideas and brew 10 gallons at a time. Uh, almost every new beer we've done has come off there. And, you know, we don't necessarily sit around a room and say, you know, our portfolio is missing this beer and it's time to do this kind of beer. They kind of come as they come. So it's often hard to predict what, what our beer kind of portfolio will look like in two years from now. I think it really depends on what, what comes creatively and organic out of that program. Well, we're going to crack open. I mean, that, that sounds phenomenal. We're going to crack open the, the interlude next. I don't want to crack that open as we're still going through the white. Now, I know that was like one of the first wild beers 10 years ago. Can you just talk us through a little bit, and then we'll we'll kind of match notes as we get through with this? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it was the uh, first time we brewed it. The first time we released it in 2005. Um, brewed it in 2004. It takes, takes quite some time to brew. Um, and it's kind of a, a wild beer, not necessarily a sour beer by any means, but it's a split fermentation. Fermentation starts with a, with a classic Saison yeast. Um, and when the Saison yeast really starts to struggle with complex sugars, it's about halfway through the fermentation, we'll add Britannomyces, um, which are house Britannomyces, a strain of, of bread that we discovered um, over 10 years ago, and now isolated and used in 
lot of beers, Golden Bread, Midnight Bread, Session Bread, you know, a number of our other barrel-aged beers. Um, and so that percent mice finishes the interlude fermentation. It's also about uh, about a, uh, 20% of the overall volume is aged in wine barrels, um, used wine barrels, Merlot and straw barrel, um, and that's blended in bottling. Oh, we're, we're, that's the one we're definitely looking forward to. We are all sour beer fans here, so we're we're looking forward to that one. Uh, I think that anybody else have anything they want to want to throw at them? I think we're Jason. Thank you so much. I appreciate it on a Saturday morning. I know it's uh, you know brewmaster hours are never easy, so I uh, I definitely appreciate you taking the time to give us a call and work through this. We're going to keep working through some of these fantastic beers, and uh, thank you for all that you do. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks, Jason. You have a very good morning. And he's got two 10-year-olds, he said, right? Yeah. I believe yeah. that's it. We had a little bit of a rough um, con- um, connection there for a little bit, but you got the gist of what's going on. Everything else that you've just heard here, you'll be able to see on the Facebook page. And we'll listen and we'll recap. If you have any questions, call in today on the telephone. That's Cool Beans, being that Ed screwed up the whole Dig Dug thing here. <laughs> yeah, or you can get us on the social media. I always have that open yeah. when we're down here. So if you want to... Tell us something. You don't want to do it on the air. Because a lot of people don't like to talk on the radio. No. It's weird. They bloody don't like to do it at all. (laughs) Apparently only British people don't like to do it. Exactly. (laughs) We're going to take a break, pay some bills here, and we'll be all good. Beer Geeks Radio Hour and Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. Geico presents Fan Mail to a Pig. Dear Maxwell, first off, hope you are well. And I am. Seems like all you do is promote Geico's web and app abilities. And while I really enjoyed your last commercial where you talked about how I could take a photo of my VIN number and add it to my account all via my Geico app, I've got to think it doesn't leave you much time for anything else. Do tell. Sincerely, Miranda Morgan. Well, Miranda, thank you for asking. And this Geico spokespick does have time to do other things. For instance, I do a lot of VIN scanning to add a car. Just a tap away on the Geico app. Without us, you should be afraid of your Sally. Without us, our borders would go unprotected. These men and women are federal employees. They provide vital services for the American public. Without us, American lakes, streams, and rivers would be polluted. Without us, we would live in fear of a nuclear meltdown. Without us, your investments could be threatened by insider trading and fraud. Federal employees, they work for us. Go to theyworkforus.org. Hey, Linda, have you been working out? I've been shopping at Rite Aid. Huh? Yeah, it's Happy You Year at Rite Aid. You can earn all these great rewards just by shopping. I got dance fitness sessions. Rewards for shopping. Happy Me Year. It's Happy You Year at Rite Aid. Earn rewards from bowling to exercise classes to vacations for every $50 you spend on participating products with your Wellness Plus card. Now through January 24th. Certain restrictions apply. Value and types of rewards will vary. See riteaid.com slash year for details. The holidays are done. But before you head to the attic, head to the Home Depot for the Store More, Save More event going on now. Let's clear the clutter with Sterilize 66 Quart Totes, a special buy at just $6.88. You save over 4 bucks. Stackable with snap latches and clear sides to take the mystery out of next year's trip up the ladder. Explore your options at the Store More, Save More event going on now. Let's do this. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. U.S. only while supplies last. This is a message for everyone suffering from acid reflux. Right now, Zimbiotics is inviting you to participate in a special nationwide giveaway of a new breakthrough that actually cures acid reflux. That's right. We're giving everyone who calls in the next 10 minutes a free full-size trial of this life-changing discovery. Just call 1-800-792-066. If lines are busy, try again. This is an exclusive radio-only offer. 
Zimbiotics is our number one product for acid reflux, and there's nothing like it. Powered by all-natural, doctor-recommended ingredients, it's scientifically designed to cure acid reflux the healthy and natural way. But you can only get a free trial by calling now. Take part in this special nationwide giveaway and see the results for yourself. If you want to cure your acid reflux, call now to participate in this special nationwide giveaway of Zimbiotics. For your free trial, call 1-800-792-0676 in the next 10 minutes. Hurry, supplies are limited. 1-800-792-0676. 1-800-792-0676. Wow, the things you hear when the microphones are off. Here in the studio, it's the Beer Geeks Radio Hour on Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. Backyard Billy's not with us, but you could visit the Backyard Ale House. Actually, you can go there after the show or get on your way now. Do a little Saturday afternoon, Saturday morning brunch. Always very popular with any of the fine craft beers that he may have on hand. And I'm sure he does have them that you're talking about on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour today. It's good stuff. And we're glad we got a nice room full of people here doing their thing. And I want to play a long ACDC song later because I love to jam out. I'm in the mood to jam out to some ACDC. I still may do that. But, um, <laughs> well, no, just a shorter song. But Derek's like, hey, man, we have a lot of beer to drink oh, we today. We've been pumping this all week. The people want to hear about the beer. They want to drink this beer. Go out and get it. And Derek, the rest of the guys here today are going to tell you everywhere and everything you need to do to get some. I'm sure you're going to do that as oh, well absolutely. as you're going to listen to them enjoying it to the point where you're going to need to go out and get it yourselves. All right, so Dirty yeah. Derek, do it up, man. Well, we've now cracked open, as we said to Jason, we're talking about the Allagash Interlude. Now, this is this is going to come out wild ale, which is a sour beer, uh, the, you know, easy way of saying it. Um, it's got, like, a real nice tartness to it. But, you know, if you've had sour beers before, some of them can be a little acidic, uh, vinegary, not in a bad way at all. It's just that's what's for the style. You'll you'll get those really nice tart characteristics. But what's nice with this is it's very reserved, and it actually showcases some of the other notes that are going on within it. Which like, I get like almost like a graham cracker type crust taste with it. I get a little bit of that in the malt, a little bit of plum, a little you know, like some nice fruity characteristics. But there's a slight tartness. This would be really nice with some age on it. I will say that yeah. if, we, if we age this out a little bit. There would be a lot. I think like some of those notes would kind of take over a little more of the sourness because this is with, with Britannomyces is put in as, as Jason was saying, which gives it that Brett character, which is a little tartness to it. But this, it's really subdued, really approachable. This is one if you are a fan of sour beers and you wanted to get someone else into the style, I would recommend getting them bottle this one. You know, I mean, and at nine nine and a half percent alcohol, this one yeah. is really well hidden. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, there's probably to our detriment later. Yeah. Um. No, sour beers, I think, are great. They're making a huge, huge influx into our into our area. But I really think that this is this plays homage, like I was saying before, about their saison. Allagash does a really good job of showing what the original intended beer style was, yeah. and really playing that well. It's really easy to make a bad sour beer. Yeah, because you um, can hide all sorts of things behind it because you can just, it's the all-encompassing, well, it's sour. You know, that's kind of. Yeah, there's it, a lot of things that go sour. I had a 2006 yeah. Budweiser the other day. <laughs> it was sour. I mean, it wasn't supposed to be. Um, but it's, to make a quality crafted sour beer is difficult. You know, you're trying to take a, a style that was originally made and the open mm-hmm. in in barns and huts and stuff and really trying to turn that into a, a controlled make it the same way every single time um, and they did a really fantastic job I think. Yeah and you have to keep in mind too when you're doing these beers 
a lot of the people that drink this that know about it are going to hang on to them and age them. So you have to keep that in mind as you're crafting this too because you want to make something that's meant to age a little bit. And you'll see some beers that they'll put out are 100% Britannomyces. Like there's a lot of beers that are coming out that are like that that are solely meant to age because that's the difference with Brett versus yeast is the Brett is going to really hang on a lot longer than a yeast because of it being a bacteria. You're gonna, it's going to sit there and continually do its thing for almost twice as long as yeast is. So if you're throwing some bottle condition with Brett, it's going to hang on a lot longer, and those flavors are going to develop and change. And when it drops, I mean, when that when a Brett beer drops out, you don't you don't don't touch it. <laughs> like that, that'll be way worse than any kind of beer that's you know quote unquote past its prime. If you have a Brett beer that's past that prime, then it's oh it's it's awful. <laughs> it'll it'll make you sick. Well, you know, and I was I was I wanted to talk to Jason a little bit about it, and I mean I've I've traveled a decent amount, not as much as some. Um, not nearly as much as others, um, uh, to different breweries. And I, I like to ask brewmasters and, and brewery owners the same question all the time. Like, you know, there's a large, especially the resurgence, and I say resurgence in the craft beer market because we're nowhere near where we were before mm-hmm. Prohibition. But um, with how popular craft beers become, I always like to ask them, hey, what do you think of the, the black beer market? You know, the, the hey, I live in California, and I'm going to ship you two bottles of... Pliny the Elder, or I'm going to, you know, do this and trade that, whatever. And, you know, I always get the same answer. You know, we don't encourage it. We don't like it, you know. But really what it comes down to is it it has a tendency of screwing up their beer. Yeah. If it's not aged well, this is this would probably be a great beer in two years. Yeah. Better than what it is now. That, that's what a lot of them have problems with is that they don't know the conditions under which that beer. If they have, if a beer is going from a brewery to a distributor to a wholesaler, then you have at least some idea of that chain of conditions the beer has been in. Some of them are very stipulated, like it has to be cold condition the whole time period or you don't get it. Some of them will have that that uh, ability to put the pressure on. Not many, but you'll have some that will have be able to do that or they have their own distribution set up. Like Stone has their own, if they're in California, that's going out through their own line. You'll have some of those things going on. But if they have no... Absolutely no control over it. That's the big issue that a lot of them have, like um, Vinny from Russian River. That's why he's very with Pliny the Elder because he's very like, I, I need to be in control of all of this. And if this goes out and I don't know what happened to it, then you might have a bottle of it that's skunked. That's not my fault. It's the person that hung on to it and stored it next to a radiator in their apartment for two years and then decided to trade it with somebody. Well, that is on them. And that's what they don't want to do because you have that bottle your automatic assumption is, oh, well, this beer's crap. And with the with the resurgence of social media, we keep telling everyone, hey, get on social media, get on social media. I mean, I was just on Untapped, right? And I'm rating beers. You know, if I had a cruddy beer and I said, eh, this is garbage, one star. Yeah. Right? That The brewery sees that and they're like, hey, what do we do wrong or, or whatever? And, you know, so I caution all of our all of our aging beer people out there. Old beer does not necessarily make good beer. You know, really watch if you're going to store beer. Understand the style that you're going to store it at. This is one of those beers, like I said, two years, it's going to be even better than it is oh, now. Yeah, but in four years, it's going to not probably hold up as well. Now, what, what you're getting with this, just so everybody knows, this this is just an ale. They age it in red wine barrels with Britannomyces added. So you're going to get some of those subtle French oak kind of notes coming through age with some Britannomyces. So this is actually what I always say to a lot of people for sour beers, you know, that are a little more subtle like this one or even like a Rodenbach, um, they are great to give to friends that are wine lovers 
because it has a lot of those characteristics because it'll take on some of those those barrel notes. And a lot of these types of beers are actually aged in wine barrels. It's a very common. Just barrel. don't say Britannomyces because they'll lose their mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Britannomyces. <laughs> if, if you say something like, oh, yeah, this actually has bacteria put into it. Well, then you know what? You're done. Unless unless you're Jamie Lee Curtis and you're trying to push some yogurt and you got to go to the bathroom. Oh, man. Oh, anyway, oh, did we really go there? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about hot let's chicks. Let's talk about Jamie Lee. Dunks. It's great. Regularly. Oh, God. Yeah, regularly. That's the regularly. important thing. It's that Jamie Lee's going to the bathroom regularly. If my wife was listening. <laughs> man. So that that's the big. But I mean, a lot of the, the sour beers, like this one especially too. I could really see if you gave this to someone who is a fan of of a red or a white wine. I think they would they would really find something in it because it's not too over the top. That's the issue with a lot of the sour beers is because you know, and a lot of that comes from American brewers, as we said. American brewers love to go over the top because that's what we do: bigger and better and faster. That's what we love to do. So you see a lot of uh, American breweries get very aggressive with their flavors, and if they're going for this style, they're going all in. That's where we get the American IPA, and you compare that to an English IPA where the style came from, and you really see the difference. Wait, Derek. Yes. I, I, I'm going to interrupt you a little bit. That's fine. So you just passed over the next beer, which is this wonderful Allagash double over here to Ed and myself, and we really appreciate it. But then I noticed that you're hoarding a whole beer to yourself. <laughs> I'm not yes. pouring all of it. These are all half. If you want more of them, let me know. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm like, not, I'm like, hoarding. Yeah, I'm passing one down for you two. Do you to have? Share. A, do you have a? Do you have a driver today, sir? I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> <you've> got, <laughs> I do. <laughs> but uh, no, this we're working on to now. This is the Allagash Double. Um, so we're kind of working. It's a really nice jumping off point from the sour because it's not being too aggressive. Now it's it's a very traditional double style, which is it's just really good. It's just very refreshing. You know, it's a little bit of a, it's darker. I guess it's the easiest way. So you get some notes. There's actually a little bit of notes of like red fruit, some caramel, things like that. It's very you know, by the line. This is the style guidelines for a Belgian double. That's what you're getting out of this one. This is what's the what's the ABV on this one? Is this a little this is seven percent? So a little bit. Uh, what was the last one? Nine something that we were at. It's, yeah, it's hard to believe the last one was nine and a half because I got none of that. No, none of that whatsoever. <laughs> I thought it was a lot lighter actually. When you said nine and a half, kind of threw me because I wasn't expecting that. But uh, no, this is one. I mean, if you're a fan of like you know Omegang Abbey Ale, any of these like you know darker or any of the there's a plethora of doubles I can throw out there. Well, you know, doubles are nice because it, it's it goes back to that that moniker of brewing awesomeness. I'm not talking about Philadelphia. I'm talking about Belgium. Um, you know, and how they used to label their beers. It weren't it wasn't labeled by ingredients, it was labeled by strength. You know, and a a double is is double the strength of a of a single mm-hmm. or a blonde, you know, triple and, and whatnot. We're gonna be going on to the triple soon. But um, it's nice because it's got a really nice round mouthfeel to it, you know, yeah. and coming off of a sour, sometimes you go to these, you go to a beer tasting or I know I've been to a couple with you, Derek, that uh, you sit down and you're like, really, this is the order you're going to do this yeah. in? That, and that's, you, you get shocked. <laughs> you're like, this is not. Yeah, and if you're doing this at home, I would never. Th- this is the only time where this this really works successfully going from a sour to really anything else because most of the time when you're doing a sour, you're going to really contaminate anything else that you do because a lot of times they're so pungent. This worked nicely because it was a, a very subdued sour going into this. Uh, you really have to pay attention when you're going to these beer tastings and keep that in mind if you're going to rate a beer based upon things. Like if you just downed a really potent bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout and then you're going to have a light lager, that light lager is going to taste like crap even if it's the best light lager ever brewed. 
So, I mean, you have to keep those kind of things in mind when you're going through this. But this is actually, it, it worked out nicely because this is a subdued sour. But, uh, no, the Double, it's, it is a very traditional Double. I mean, it, it doesn't... Uh, it doesn't jump out of, of anything that's really differentiating it from the style, but I mean that's what this—that's what Allagash does. Like they want to be very in line. They want to be a, a Belgian brewery in America, and that's what they do, and they do it very well. And if you're a fan of Belgian beers, I mean Allagash has something for everyone in that within that range. Ed, what do you think? <clears throat> well. All right, moving on. <laughs> oh, moving on, Derek. I'm so glad we gave sorry, five sorry, minutes. Sorry, sorry for the pause. You know, this is why Derek doesn't bring me on that often. I, I talk too much. You know, I'm really glad that I got his two seconds of fame in there. That's really <laughs> awesome. So, I'm, I'm getting a lot of uh, clove taste like I do in all the previous three. We had three already, right? I'm, yeah, I'm getting a lot yeah. of like four? clove. Four. This is our fourth one. Four. 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 Well, three before. <laughs> yeah. A lot of clove, yeastiness, like like all the other ones. But uh, this, this one is really good. I mean... uh. I'm getting a lot of uh, caramel sweetness from yeah. it, and it's it's good. Yeah, that's what you're getting in this versus, you know, we're going to be finishing off with two variations on a triple. Um, this is a lot heavier in the malt. You're going to get a lot more, like I said, like the red fruit characteristics are there. Um, you get a little bit of that caramel. It's a thicker feeling mouthfeel, like kind of stickier, but that's because you had the Belgian candy sugar put in as well, so it's a sweeter thing. That's the other thing you have to keep in mind with some of these Belgian beers is they're a little sweeter compared to some of the other beers you have, you know, whether that's from the yeast or whether they're adding the candied sugar into it. But it, that's what it has, and they, they, which makes them very nice to have with a lot of desserts. Like this would be a really nice one to have with a, like a nice chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. You know, I w- I'm, I'm not trying to rub it in, but uh, Derek, cake. I really don't care. Um, <laughs> so um, happy New Year to everyone. It's the first show after the New Year. No, you know, true. We had, um, I had the pleasure of going to my friend's house. We had some West Verletrin. Oh, um, the Westy 12? No, we had we had oh. we had all all three of them. Uh-huh. Uh, my, yeah, one of our. Well, I'll give a shout out to Mr. Lee Burke, who's absolutely an awesome awesome guy. He goes to Belgium Lee, every Lee's year. Lee's been on here before. Lee's been Lee. on here before. Yeah. yeah, usually ends up on the floor by the time he leaves. Yes, he does. But um, <laughs> uh, Lee brought back uh, West Verletrin is is uh, one of the Trappist breweries that doesn't distribute anywhere. You actually have to go to the Abbey to get their beer. And Lee goes to Belgium every year, and he brings this back for. Us and these, we're very fortunate to do that. But the nice thing is that you can actually taste what these these beers were meant to be at. And and we had the Westy Ten, which is their double, mm-hmm. and uh, or their Dubal, and that was it's very close to what that is. Um, I would say this is a little of a drier side of it, yeah. but it's a nice it's a nice showing of a brewery to say to see how close they're staying to it. Whereas there's a lot of breweries out there that are trying to, you know, put their mark on it because yeah. it is a crowded market and yeah. how are you going to differentiate yourself? So, you know, a little shout out to Allagash there. Yeah. You're you're close to the Westy Ten. Not not as close as as drinking Westy Ten, but it's close. Yeah. And that's really what they're going for. They 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 are a traditional Belgian brewery right here in America. They're out, if you want to go up and visit them, uh they're up in Maine, up in Portland, Maine, you can go up there and visit and they have a really beautiful, beautiful if you've ever seen any of the pictures of their tasting room in the brewery, it's beautiful. Like, they, they really make it a very traditional. And they actually, what's, what's neat was actually when I was doing some research for the interview with Jason and everything, their, their tasting room, their bar, is actually made out of barn wood from a barn that was around during the American Revolution time. So they actually are very historical. They're, they're very, you know, eco-friendly there, too. Like, they're very much part of, you know, using solar and wind energy and offsetting and everything. And like, they're, they're very beautiful, wonderful brewery. They're, they fit perfectly in with Maine. We'll just put it that way, because Maine is, that's what they are. 
Yeah, we had a few comments from people that live and work out in Maine mm-hmm. <clears throat> on our Facebook page when you posted the beers that we were going to have today in our guest and, you know, everything about Allagash. So that was pretty cool that people are paying attention um, all over, and they're very proud of that company out in that oh, area. Yeah, they're very, very proud. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to listen to some tunes, clear our head, clear some glasses. How you feeling over there, Polish? Feeling awesome, Frank. All right, man. That's good. That's He's going to be humming soon. All right. Oh, yeah. He already let that cat out of the bag. It's all good stuff. Du- is- du- 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 oh, that's Mario, brother. You're done. All right. Texas Hippie Coalition Groupie Girl here on the Beer Geeks.
go. It usually works better when I put the microphones on for us boys. Well, that was a great jam, taking us up to like nine minutes left of our fabulous show. Dirty Derek, how many different beers do we have left to drink here? We have two, and it's nice because it's a nice variation, so we can actually kind of do a a quick side-by-side with these, which is wonderful. We uh, have cracked open. We've started enjoying that during the song. This is the Allagash Triple. Now, this is great one. song, by the way. Yeah, it is yeah, a they, fabulous song. There was some history behind that yeah, song. Yeah, we there was some bond- history. <laughs> we, we, were, we bonded we there, Freddie and I. We were bonding with Texas Hippie Coalition. That was Groupie Girl. Real quick, and I didn't mean to cut you off, Derek. No, that's But um, go out and buy the CD, take a picture of yourself, and post it on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour Facebook page. And maybe we'll have a special prize for you or a gift yeah. down the line. Maybe a CD, maybe a T-shirt or something like that. Support the music that I play. I might play some original. That's a great idea, isn't it? Hey, take a it. picture of yourself with the copy of the CD, post it up on the Beer Geeks, and take a picture of yourself maybe enjoying one of these fine beers. Post that up on the Instagram, Twitter, everything. Go ahead, Derek. And I was going to say, because we're doing this whole giveaway through the Instagram thing, which which keep jumping on that, because we're going to do that. I'm going to do the announcement later on today. We're going to figure out a special time. We're going to do the announcement on there. So keep jumping on our Instagram, tagging it, and you'll see everything. Just find the photo, and uh, we're going to do an announcement later on. So when you get that prize package, I only ask, because you're going to get it mailed to you. You don't have to even do anything. You don't even have to do anything. Even if you don't work, you just sit home. Just sit home and wait for that package to come. Just put pants on when you take the picture. No, you don't even have to. Don't even have to. Just Cover as up a little bit. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's yeah, we're going Use the soap that comes in that world. first. Use that soap that comes with it first. That's all I ask. Yeah, where the hell are we but, going uh, with all this stuff? But what I was going to say... When you get this, just post a nice photo of this with yourself, because that's what I want to see. I want to see people enjoying the the fruits of the labor. But uh, speaking of fruits of the labor, we have Allagash Triple. How was that for a segue? Great. This is wonderful. This is a 9% ABV. <laughs> there was oh, no boy. segue whatsoever. <laughs> it's with the, but it, it's it's a Damn. really nice triple. That's what's great with this. Is like This, again, <laughs> falls in line, really nice, traditional Belgian triple. And that's what's great. It's like, you know, we see a lot of these breweries... Over the top hops, over the top, you know, whatever. Throw in, you know, fill in the blank. And it's nice because we see a lot of a lot of breweries pride themselves on being either, you know, a traditional German brewery, like, you know, Gordon Beers or things like that. A traditional English brewery, what they started on, like Yard started as a traditional English brewery and built themselves out from that. Things like that. And it's nice to see something here in America, you know, pride themselves on being a traditional Belgian brewery. And that's what's really nice with this is this is a very traditional take on the the bell the double and the triple style. I find it yeasty. Yeasty? Yeasty. I think it tastes too much like a white. Well, they're all they're all bottle conditioned too. So yeah. all of these are gonna really have something with the age Derek. too. Because I don't know how fr- I don't know what the timestamp on these are. Derek. It's enjoyable. I'm not saying it's not enjoyable. Well, that's what the it's point easy. is. You, listen, you invite me on the show, you I want my opinion. I'm giving you my opinion, all right? <laughs> yeah, get the gloves out now. <laughs> I mean, no, we got to take this in the corner. We can't. We, we did. Know, we got to fight last time about something. No, this is awesome. Me. We got to fight about me <laughs> last time. No, 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 no. This is awesome. Ed, get out the measuring stick. <laughs> I'll go Here, get the boxing you know, gloves. I mean, this I mean, this, this is part of it. I love Allagash. I think Allagash is a good beer, and I uh, brewery. I think this is a really solid beer. But I think this is this exemplifies to me part of the issues that we have with the craft industry. Everyone goes on and they they vote on things. They go, oh, it's twenty six stars. It's thirty seven stars. It's five. Oh, it's the best beer I've ever had in my entire life. Obviously, this is awesome. It's okay to say a beer isn't really great. Um, for a triple, it's yeasty. Um, as a beer, it's good. It's yeah. a really good, solid beer. But I think that this triple it tends to be on the easy side. If I was judging in a beer competition, I would say that it's a blonde. Yeah, if you're going in a beer competition, you're getting into 
But that's what you're competing against, right? So, Derek, Derek, is you. this... Derek, is oh. this what you... <laughs> Derek. Hey, Derek, is this what you mean yes. when you say Sean talks out his arse? <laughs> oh, whoa. Well, no, it's just... I, it's, oh, I, I guess what I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, is that... Because I never understood what you meant by that, <laughs> and I was just wondering if that was like... Can you please clarify? Please clarify. No, I, I think that there we have a... We promote a culture in the craft beer industry to accept that anything is good beer. If someone says, hey, this is what it is, and everyone, and if you don't like it, you have to, well, you obviously don't know anything about beer. It's okay to say you don't like something. Oh, and no, I'm not I saying you don't like it. I'm just saying that to, as a triple, this is a yeasty triple. So there's other triples out there that I would suggest somebody to go to that would be a, a more triple-esque beer. And this would be something if you have someone who likes a more, don't do it. Oh, you did it. <laughs> um, if you have someone who likes um, typical yeasty flavors, such as, and we'll say Blue Moon, because Blue Moon's a really solid gateway beer out there that gets people into the craft industry. If they like Blue Moon, they're going to love this Allagash Triple because it has those characteristics of it. It's just a little yeasty for the style. I'm done. I'm off the my The clarity of it, though, you would not know that. I will say that. Go, go, I'll it's give cleaned you that. up. It's cleaned up. Doesn't have that appearance of being, you know, uh, cloudy, which is what you would think of when you think of something being yeasty. Let it sit for a little while. It'll but clear up. We uh, just—if you heard that popping sound, that was not my brain. That was the bottle. No, that was Derek telling Sean to shut up. That was the bottle of Curo that we are now pouring. Now, what this is is uh, Allagash's. This is another Belgian triple. But this is aged in bourbon barrels. So this actually beefs it up now. The, the the traditional triple was 9%. This now goes to 11%. Ooh. T-minus 15 and derailing. <laughs> no, we've actually we've made it to almost to the end, and we have not uh, completely derailed yet. No, you know, I'm just watching you guys. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just not going to talk anymore. You know, man, it's a good thing that you guys, you guys drink out of small little sippy cups. It's a good thing. Oh, it would be a bad thing if it we drank It would be a bad thing glasses. if you were drinking oh, out of pint pints. glasses. If we yeah, were drinking out of pint terrible. glasses here, oh, bad. Yeah. I'm glad I put my foot down to all that because <laughs> I was the one that, like, straightened that all out. But is this our final beer? Of course. This is our final Already beer. Right. It has to be. This is 11%, so we're, you know, this is where it derails. Now, what's nice with this is this has a lot of those bourbon characteristics. You get some of that vanilla, that oakiness really coming through from, from the barrels. You get hints of bourbon, some of the alcohol. doesn't burn too much. That's the problem with a lot of the bourbon barrel beers that I have. Some of them kind of give that alcohol heat that gets a little overwhelming. I was going to get on a soapbox because I never had this before until you gave it to me. I really was because I have this problem with everyone putting everything in a bourbon barrel recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a I, oh, I'm the same way. I understand. Yeah. There, there's you know, a lot and, of that. Uh, because uh, far too often they're not they're not balanced We don't compliment the beer. Right. Yeah. And I really think that that um, this really does complement the beer really, really well. Yeah, so I would never the, the the Belgian triple style is not one that you would think that would be complemented by this, but it actually has a lot of nice. It's nice because you get some of those backing characteristics from the yeast in the Belgian triple. And what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great to hear you talk. Thanks. You know what? I, I'm getting a lot of like like bananas out of it. Banana, coriander, a lot of bourbon. You are bananas. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> no, you did, did the it, bourbon. You know it, 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 it's, it's a really nice uh, sipping beer. Yeah. I, I, well, I wouldn't give it to somebody and say, at like the 4th of July party and say, here, but have this. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely but, uh, one. It's got a lot of nice complexities, though. Like that, that meshing of the, the bourbon barrel with like a Belgian style really is one that the bourbon could take off if not done in a, in a way that you understand the barrel. 
and it can kind of overwhelm it. This has a nice, the bourbon's definitely up front. That, that bourbon barrel is up front, but it backs up really nicely. Yeah. It's, it's you know, as a sipping beer, I think it's really good that, um, you know, you brought that up because this is one of those beers you can share with friends, especially now the holidays are over, but it really brings out a lot of different things we can bring out together. Outstanding, guys. I, I hate to cut you off, man. I know we did a lot of stuff here today, drank a lot of beer, talked to some good people, and that's what we'd like to do. Uh, real quick, Derek, tell people how they could jump in for that uh, for the big winnings today. you got to find us on the Instagrams. We are right. at Beer Geeks Radio. Just get on the Instagrams, and you'll find us. We're going to be doing that through all different social media on Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. Outstanding. Very special thanks to Backyard Alehouse, downtown Scranton, as well as Triple Six Tattoos, Mr. Bruce Fairchild, right there on Main Street off the square in Wilkesbury. Go in for a body piercing or a tattoo today or inquire about something for the future. Maybe just pick up something nice like a gift certificate for the Valentine's Day holiday. Yeah, of course it is. Same thing with Backyard Alehouse for Dirty Derek, our good friend Sean, stepping in today. Thank you for being here and providing some entertainment and insight. And my good buddy Polish Ed, who's always kicking around that dump out there, <laughs> and he's always striking gold. Welcome here. Anytime uh, you take care of your wicked bad selves, consider yourselves dealt with.